Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from day nine of the Aki Basho happening in Tokyo, where today's temperature was 27 degrees, which is 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Not a lot of precipitation around. The humidity, a very comfortable 51%. And a nice light 13 kilometer per hour wind. Sounds like a lovely day in Tokyo. I wish I was there. Well, it's a, a beautiful day for weather. Not a beautiful day for Mitoru fans. No, he has gone Kyujo uh, from his injuries and um, we saw all the signs of it. Not a great surprise, is it? Hasn't really been able to move around very much, but it, yeah, it's a shame after um, winning the Yusho in July, <laughs> not being promoted to Makuchi. It must have been a disappointment. We've talked about it a lot, but no matter which way it goes, and we've seen, you know, over promotions and under promotions during our time watching Sumo, but that one must have been disappointing no matter what you expected. Absolutely. So he'll finish this tournament on two wins, seven, six losses. Yep. Because he's been out. Oh, he was, he was in yesterday. He was in yesterday. Yep. All right, well, let's move on to Jurio. It was a big bout to start off day nine with Nishiki Fuji up against Dai Shoho, both Rikishi at 6-2, but this one was over in a flash. Nishiki Fuji swinging Dai Shoho to the dirt. Nishiki Fuji now moves to 7-2. and two. Loving that form. Dai Shoho, 6-3. Kota Shoho continues to look impressive. He easily moved Takakento out today. Kota Shoho, 7-2 also. Takakento, three and six. Also loving that form. Well done, Kota Shoho. It was Makakoshi today, unfortunately, for Asashiyu after a thrashing by Tohakuryu. So that's one eight for Asashiyu, three and six for Tohakuryu. Daishomaru fell one more off the pace after overbalancing and taking himself out in his bout against Churano Umi. Daishomaru, he's six and three. Churano Umi is five and four. Shohozan, he's a tough guy. He refused to give in against Nishikigi today, fighting back multiple times and throwing Nishikigi down to the dirt to move to five and four. Prevented Nishikigi from staying with the leaders. Nishikigi now is six and three. It feels like we're really working out what's going on in Jurio today. Yeah, there are a few people <laughs> popping off the pace, aren't Absolutely. there? Absolutely. Sanumi rock and rolled Yago around the doyo to move to seven and two with those leaders. Yago four and five. Bushozan defeated Daimami to move to six and three. Daimami now on the road to Kachikoshi. He's two and seven. And a big bout to finish off Jurio. We had Abi up against Akua. Abi blasted Akua out of the touchy eye and Akua slipped to the ground. A lot of pressure from Abi today. Abi also moves to 7-2. Akua, same score. Yeah, I didn't give him a chance to pull off that kakanage yet again. So the leader pack for the Jurio Yusho are all on seven wins. And it's a great bunch of guys. There's Akua, Sadnaumi, Abi, Kodashoho and Nishiki Fuji. It thinned out a little bit today. Yeah. Action hotting up in Jurio. Let's move on to Makuchi, the top division. The first bout of the day was Chianakuni up against Tokushoryu. Tokushoryu lumbered forward out of the touchy eye. Chianakuni had gone low, but he carefully stepped back here before swatting Tokushoryu down to the dirt. Hikiyotoshi win for Chianakuni. Only just getting out of the way though, as Tokushoryu went down, it was a little bit of a close one. But yep, Chianakuni pulling off the win to move to seven and two. A great score for him at Magashira 17. Tokushoryu is three and six. Kagiyaki came up next against Kaisei and he had the uh, arm around Kaisei's neck. 
his hand around Kaisei's neck, I should say, then Norua activated the forward movement, kept Kaisei high and took him over the Tawara, evening up the ledger between them to five and five head to head. So pretty evenly matched. Absolutely. Kagiaki, he would come away from today going, I did my style of sumo mm. and absolutely rinsed Kaisei. Kagiaki five and four, Kaisei three and six. Chiyono Or up against Tochinoshin next. Chiyono Or got under the arms of Tochinoshin at the touchy eye, forced Tochinoshin to try and reposition his grip, which he did successfully. He got his arms on the inside. They settled briefly, each with single-handed belt grips around the side. Before Tochinoshin swung Chiyono Or around towards the bales, switched to a double rear belt grip and lifted Chiyono Or out, Yori Kitty. Good work from Tochinoshin today. The timing really worked for him. I think that was the difference in the bout today. Everything happened at the right time, uh, momentum-wise for him. And uh, geez, so, Chiyono, oh, he's so hard to get over the Tawara. It was the second day in a row that he's put up that really impressive resistance, but still lost. Well, at Maegashira 15, Chiyono oh, is now three and six. He needs to do a little bit more than just put up yeah, <laughs> resistance on the Just stand with his calves absolutely <laughs> clenched right up on the Tawara and no, then stepping he, over. He's a great competitor. Tochinoshin, three and six with that win. Tsurugisho came up next against Kotoeko. Now, we've noticed that his uh, right leg below the knee is very swollen and bright red. I think it was like this yesterday. It was just on my peripheral vision yesterday, yeah. but today it was very obvious. Yeah, it doesn't look so good. I mean, this could be behind why he was running a temperature a few days ago. I think it was day four he was out, um, Kujo, uh, earlier last week. Didn't look good for him today. No, I mean, it could be cellulitis. We've seen this happen to Rikishi. I think Chiamaru was one of the, the other ones recently, well, not recently, a few basho ago, who was out with that for a couple of days. Looks very painful though. And today it did seem to lead to his defeat. Kotoeko was watching him really carefully as he came forward. He stayed close to Tsurugisho and Tsurugisho ended up stepping out. As he tried to pull Kotoeko down, I don't think he could manage much more with his leg than a bit of a, a half-hearted pull. Yeah, I wonder whether we'll see him hang around. Mm. The good news is that with that win, Kotoeko breaks a four-day losing streak. And That's at 3 fantastic. six, it's good news, isn't it? Every win matters here. Kotoeko. mate. Three and six, Tsurugisho four and five. Endo up against uh, Ichiyamamoto next. Ichiyamamoto came forward at the touchy eye, but it was a little too far forward. Endo met the charge, slammed a hand into Ichiyamamoto's right shoulder and sent him falling towards the dirt. The kimarate here was hikake, which, what does that mean? Well, it's the arm grabbing force out is what it says uh, on our list of kimarite. While moving backwards or to the side, the opponent is pulled past the attacker and out of the doyo by grabbing and pulling their arm with both hands. The arm pull definitely happened. So Endo tugged forward, as you said, on Ichi Yamamoto's right arm, but, but he tugged him down. Yeah, he was directly in the middle of the doyo. He was nowhere near going out. So I'm interested to see whether that gets revised. That looks to me like the wrong Kimarate, but you cannot deny that Endo did a great job here to just stitch Ichi Yamamoto up straight out of the touchy eye. Totally. You saw Endo's experience coming out and you're seeing it at this low rank for him, Magashiri 11. This was their first time meeting and he just dispatched of him quickly. Endo moves to seven and two. Ichi Yamamoto struggling a little bit at Magashiri 15 at this rank. He is three and six.
Chiamaru up against Hidna Umi. Chiamaru came out with the usual Norua and face attacks. Hidna Umi was able to stop his own backwards movement decisively and come back close into Chiamaru. Chiamaru then tried the pull down. Then he grabbed Hidna Umi's belt with his left hand, went for a failed Uatanage almost putting Hidnomi away at that stage. Poor old Hidnomi being absolutely hauled around the doyo. And then finally he was bodied over the bales by Mr. Sumo. Chiamaru just looks very, very good at the moment, <laughs> doesn't he? Like He was able to try a lot of techniques here. He was. He f- There was some thrusting attacks he got on the belt at the end, which I think was good. And all the time his feet were keeping up. Hidnomi tried very, very hard here, but Chiamaru too good now, Chiamaru has three wins in a row now. Before that, he had three losses mm-hmm. and he started the Basho with three wins. Hopefully he doesn't go three losses again. Then. Well, That's what he's... That's the pattern he's established. Yeah. So we will keep an eye on that. Hinumi with that loss is three and six. Okunumi up next against Tobizaru. Tobizaru burrowed his head at the touchy eye and Okunumi grabbed Tobizaru under the arms. He didn't really try to stand Tobizaru up here, just started working Tobizaru back to the bales with sheer strength. Tobizaru, he was going back over the bales. He tried to create some hang time here as he went over. And while Okunumi did crash to the ground, uh, there was no question here that Gyoji gives this to Okunumi and everyone was happy with that. Mm, Tobizaru today with a few issues of a smaller guy, I think. Okunumi was able to lock him up and overcome him with his size and strength overall, I think. Tobizaru, though, he won their previous three bouts. So I think it's about time for this comeback. That's really surprising. That's That's a very surprising statistic there. So Okunumi, pleased with that win. He is in form at Maegashira 8, he's 7 and 2, and Tobizaru 4 and 5. Yutakiyama and Teretsuyoshi. Yutakiyama went up high on Teretsuyoshi's face. He had his hands wrapped around his cheeks, working the head back and forth like he was trying to snap it off. Teretsuyoshi <laughs> tried to push back against the chest, but Yutakiyama raised his right arm and slapped, kind of slapped or threw Teretsuyoshi down to his right, past his body and over the bales. Yeah, Teretsuyoshi just seemed to show himself out today. Yeah, he was just whipped out of the way very quickly. Continues to struggle, not looking very confident with his small guy sumo at the moment. The concerning thing after this bout was Yutakiyama seemed to be shaking that right arm. Yeah, straight away, wasn't he? Yeah, his elbow is heavily strapped, wincing with pain, I would describe it as. I think so. He was, there was a mixture of movement. So he was, he was shaking the arm, which was an, an interesting movement, I thought. It was an elbow injury. Um, he was kind of straightening it out as well, but then he was also flicking the wrist around. So it was hard to tell exactly what was going on in there. But it did continue down the Hanamichi and, and sort of when he talked to his Tsukebito. So it was a bit of a worry. It's an injury he's definitely carrying, but hopefully he can uh, soldier on in this basho. Yutakiyama at Maegashira 14 is 5 and 4. Teretsuyoshi at Maegashira 7 is 3 and 6. Shimano Umi stepped up next against Aoyama. Aoyama came out throwing high thrusting attacks. And I've got to say, I was a little bit surprised. Thought we might see him treat himself for another pull down. Uh, he had Shimano Umi on the back foot with these attacks and headed towards the bales. Aoyama, he was working away here, but Shimano Umi just would not go out. Aoyama, here we go. He switches to the pull. But Shimonumi saw his chance here. While Aoyama was moving backwards, Shimonumi dropped his head and drove Aoyama across the bales and out. 
Oshirashi. Yep, he did treat himself to the pull after all, but he, he shouldn't have. Although I wonder if he felt Shimanumi starting to push forward, perhaps because he was mounting that great defence on the Tawara and it must have flashed through Aoyama's head, I'm not going to be able to get him over here. Yeah. I need to try something else. Whereas I wonder if he just had have kept pushing. Shimanumi is pretty good at getting out of that situation though, so... Maybe it was a good thing to try. It didn't work. Aoyama, he's four and five. Shimano Umi is the same score. Miyogiryu up against Onosho. Next, and Onosho was out very quickly, blasting forward. Miyogiryu backs off. He's looking for the pull. But Onosho today, he was too fast. He was on him before Miyogiryu could do anything about it. And Milks was out. Let's go, Onosho. The yeah. touchy eye is back. He's looking so, so dangerous. Miyogiryu, who's in good form, just couldn't catch this one. And Onosho finishes it in a second. This is uh, Onosho's sixth win in a row against Miyogiryu. Yes, right. He's got the upper hand, which is funny because Miyogiryu's been so balanced and so good at taking a a charge and coming out positively from the touchy eye. But I do think it was the the bullet-like <laughs> strength and speed. And we know that over the years, Onosho has struggled keeping his balance when his touchy eyes have started to speed up a little bit. So amazing that he strung that many wins together against Miyogiryu. But he did it today. And Onosho now moves to seven and two at Maegashira six. Miyogiryu is on the same score. Ura up next against Chiataru, and again today we see Ura's opponent not engage at the touchy eye. Ura is standing so far back off the line, his opponents now are starting to, starting just to stand up and initiate the bout that way rather than charging in. So Chiataru this time he stands up, powers forward, and after thrusting Ura to stand him up, pulls and slams Ura to the ground. Hikiyotoshi. A very clean pull here from Chiataru, and I think it's because he had all the space in the world. Because as you said, he didn't come forward at the touchy eye. Perhaps he's concerned at Ura disrespecting the pink Mawashi. It'd be funny if he turned up in his pink again, Chiataru, after <laughs> beating Ura so comprehensively today. But, yeah, just waiting for Ura to come forward, they are now. Yeah, like, as you said, against someone like Chiatario, I think that Ura would have been better being a little bit forward here and baiting the overcommitment at the touchy eye. At least that gives Ura something to work with. Well, we wondered whether he wasn't going to go for a, a leg grab off Chiatario because you know that Chiatario usually will yeah. come forward if he's given that opportunity and to go straight in low and, and pick up his leg you know, would be a great idea. We've seen her do it before, but because he starts so far back, he can't do anything like that anymore. Uh, well, it's very interesting to see Ura's uh, Makuchi Sumo develop or not develop, but with that loss, he's four and five, Chiataru five and four. Takarafuji up against Magashira three, Kodnawaka. Takarafuji has never beaten him. Takrafuji off the touchy eye tries to hand slap down. He gives it a couple of goes, but Kodnawaka stays up and they locked up. Kodnawaka had two hands on the belt. Takrafuji, the left hand only. Kodnawaka gave up one of his hands to keep Takrafuji's other hand occupied to stop him getting the double-handed belt grip. So they each had the one hand on the same side. They tried to throw each other onto the ground. They opened up into that beautiful double Uatanage sumo butterfly. They went down and it was Kodnawaka who hit the dirt first. I think I was reminded uh, today why we refer to Takara Fuji as the businessman. This was just solid meat and potatoes sumo that while it did have a very spectacular end, 
Tucker Fuji was just out there working, working hard like he does day in, day out, really shows that he can uh, match it with the younger Rikishi as they're starting to come up. Yeah, that's right. And especially someone bigger than him. I know Tucker Fuji is, is chunky, but Kodnawaka, you know, another sort of size up from him. Yeah. He matched him on the belt and, and he outsmarted him. Okay, well, that brings us, oh, I'll say the scores first. Tucker Fuji, five and four. His first win against Kodnawaka. Ah, oh, great to see. Kodnawaka, three and six. I'm excited to get to the next bout, is why. Yes. Hoshoryu, up next against Wakataka Kage. This was a wild affair with Wakataka Kage attacking and advancing while Hoshoryu tried to pull him up with the Nodawa throat attack. They jostled back and forth, but Hoshoryu, under the pressure from Wakataka Kage, found himself on the bales. He was in all sorts of trouble. Wakataka Kage closes in. This should be an easy victory for Wakataka Kage. But Hoshoryu bends his back here, twists across and around Wakataka Kage on the bales. Now, this in itself was incredible to get out of this losing position. But when he emerges from this, he's got his back to Wakataka Kage. He's holding his right arm. Hoshoryu jams his leg under Wakataka Kage, flips him over his shoulder. They both crash to the ground. I mean, we're screaming at this stage. The Gyoji points to Wakataka Kage. Yes, and we were absolutely eyes trained on the shimpan and they did get up. So a monoe was called and I think it was a great idea to do that because they did fall together. So they had a look at the footage and it was reasonably clear that Wakataka Kage's arm, in fact, had touched down first. They spoke about it for a little while and they reversed the decision. Yeah, and, and this was the right thing. The The replay showed, in my eyes, a very definitive win to Hoshoryu. And sometimes I don't like when um, Monoese and the replays get down to frame by frame, mm -hmm. but I think what Hoshoryu did to get himself into this position, you couldn't do a Torinawashi here. No, I mean, I do think in this case... It was a little bit frame by frame, but it was a yeah. definitive hit first. I think where you're looking for a tiny little scrape, absolutely yeah. Toronashi all the way. Yeah. I think that's fair. But here I think it was quite clear. And it was given a a fantastic, very rare Kimarite. Yeah, an Iponzeoi, which uh, you do not see very, very often. The, the translation of that or the meaning of that move yeah, is... Yeah, it's a one-armed shoulder throw. So while moving backwards to the side, the opponent is pulled past the attacker and out of the rim by ring by grabbing and pulling their arm with both hands. We went back and watched some other Iponzeoes. They are very rare kimarate, we need to say. There have been seven examples of this in the last 20 years. Injurio and... Oh, Injurio and Makuchi. Mm. Um, but yeah, the replays we saw looked like very soft examples of this. Yeah, it was technique. like they kind of pulled their opponent to oh, the side. Yeah. So there was one with um, Takakaze against Kaisei, um, and then there was one with um, Musashimaru. Yeah, against Kayo back in 2000. Against Kayo, yeah. yeah. And it, that was pretty impressive. That was kind of more over the back. But still, it was different from this. This one was so fast. It was right over Hoshoryu's back. It was really yeah. like he, he pulled him from directly behind him to directly in front of him. It's one of my favourite well, bouts I've ever seen. I, I actually, I, I sat there wondering if I have seen anything as spectacular as this. This was incredible. Not only was the move spectacular, the, this finishing Kimarate that's so rare, so hard to do, the setup and how he got into that position was probably even more amazing. 
Yeah, he really rescued himself from a very tricky position. Wakataka Kage, because it all happened in seconds, those final few moves, would just be left wondering uh, where he went wrong there. Would have felt so bad. A surprise, very quick loss. He moves to four and five and Hoshoryu. He's come back from a couple of days off and he's picked up another win. He's three wins, four losses and the two days out. The next bout, how can it live up to that one? My favourite bout for a very long time. (laughs) It doesn't really. It's Takanosho up against Komasubi Ichinojo. Takanosho went straight onto Ichinojo's chest with two arms. Great pushing work here. Ichinojo tried to lock up the arms, Terunofuji style, but he was already on the back foot. He was stepping backwards. He doesn't put up a whole lot of resistance here and Takanosho gets the win. I didn't like this from Ichinojo today. Yeah. And what stark contrast from the bout before Ichino just just lets himself get taken out. A little bit limp, wasn't it? I'm not sure there was a whole lot of stuff that he could do. I don't think he really gave up on the edge or anything. No, no. It just was, yeah, a bit limp. A comprehensive win from Takanosho today. He's five and four. Ichinojo with that loss is three and six. Tamawashi was up next against Meisei. Meisei shot at Tamawashi at full speed. And while Tamawashi managed to slow Meisei by turning away, Meisei dodged a counterattack and turned Tamawashi back to the bales before charging in and driving Tamawashi over the bales, Tsukidashi. Meisei now with a 3-1 head-to-head against uh, Tamawashi. And his whirlwind of arms just worked really well for him today. He brought the chaotic energy. Tamawashi defended a little bit. I thought he did well getting in close against Meisei. That is how you stop that from wreaking the havoc that it can, but he couldn't stop it entirely. And he is three and six, Tamawashi, with that loss, Meisei, at Sekiwake, four and five. Mitakiumi came up next against Kiribayama. This is one that I've been looking forward to, considering Kiribayama's form and Mitakiumi's as well, I should say. Kiribayama, I think he hankers here. He jumps to his left. He takes Mitakumi by the back of the belt and gets him straight out Okuridashi. You saw this as a henker. I did to start off with. I did notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have it both ways, please. I did notice that as Mitakumi came forward, Kiribayama's hand did go on his shoulder. So I guess you could technically call it a meet and move. But geez, after that meet, he moved very quickly. Well, look, I think the replay showed that it was a clear meet and move. As you said, that the touchy eye was good. It was just that he responded so quickly, shot around the back. I mean. The effect is the same though. It's not the same. I don't think so because it's like, I think there's a sense of honour in the meet and move. Yeah. A tiny bit more. (laughs) Well, look, straight up. We were robbed here. Yeah. The Kiribayama Mitakumi matchup we were both looking forward to, we were robbed. No question about it. There's a scale of... Robbing. Dog act, <laughs> I guess. I feel I felt okay about this apart... Once I got over the fact we were robbed of a potentially good bout... Yeah. I forgive Kiribayama. Kiribayama will do this on occasion. Yeah, he will. He uh, will. This sort of taking it easy and I think he... I'd be interested to know if he'd done it against Mitakumi before. I feel like Mitakumi's at least had this done to him quite a few times by other people, but just, yeah, wasn't watching and came forward too quickly. His touchy eyes have been good, Mitakumi, so he was just tricked here. I mean, he was tricked. And, you know, look at the conditions that set Kiribayama up for this. He's lost the last two days against Daesho and Takanosho. I think he probably just wanted to just settle everything down with a win. Get himself back on track. He's on 6-3 now. You know, goes into the the last part of this 
Basho in quite a good position. Mitakumi with that loss is 6-3. and three. The next bout of the day was Komasubi Takiyasu up against Ozeki Takakesho. They do have a bit of a history. Their head-to-head is 7-7 seven and seven coming into this one. Yeah, but Takakesho has the upper hand recently, I think. Six of the last, five of the last six or something like that. Yeah. How does Takiyasu go today? Not so well. Takakesho's attacks were just too much for him. Takiyasu tried to weather the storm standing in front of the taxi. He tried to dodge out of the way, but every time he moved, Takakesho was there. And Takakesho's attacks just wore Takiyasu down. And it was an Oshidashi win for Takakesho. Mm, Takiyasu just kept getting bumped backwards. I wasn't looking forward to either of these outcomes, actually. I didn't necessarily want to see Takakesho lose, and I definitely didn't want to see Takiyasu lose. Somebody has to lose, and today it was Takiyasu. Takakesho looking stronger. Yeah. His push, pushes looked okay today. Yeah, they just weren't very sharp or accurate, but they no, got the job done. They, they did. They got the win. He moves to five and four, only needs three more wins in this final week of the Akibasho and Takiyasu is three and six. Ozeki Shodai up against Chiyoshoma. What's going to happen here? Chiyoshoma, he just looks so desperate at the moment. He did get Shodai back to the edge with his outstretched arms and his slaps. And as Shodai reaches the Tawara, it's like Chiyoshoma just really goes crazy. Like he's thrusting, he's trying so hard to get Chodai back over the Tawara. But it's almost like it's too much of an effort and all of the thrusting doesn't actually move Chodai at all. He just succeeds in holding him high. Chodai is able to dance away, takes another few hits to the face. There really were a few smacks in this. And then finally Chodai was able to get close to Chiyoshoma and body him out. I think Chodai looked so calm under all this pressure from Chiyoshoma today. Mm. It was very, very impressive sumo. As you said, it didn't matter whether he was being clocked in the face or being moved around. He just, he was just calm. He was present. Great to see him pick up the win today. There's something not very pleasant about Chiyoshoma's sumo at the moment. No, it's really wild, but it's not really doing a lot. So Mm. it just sends up kind of thrusting and scratching and slapping. And it's almost like a, you know, I could cornered stray cat or something yeah. that just is going wild but not having that much effect. Yeah. Well, that's another win for Ozeki Shodai. He moves to six and three. Chiyoshoma, zero wins, eight losses and one dog act. That's his Makakoshi. <laughs> that brings us to the final bout of the day. Maegashira four Dae show up against the winful. I was going to say winless. That's the opposite. <laughs> the defeatless Yokozuna Terunofuji. Out of the touchy eye, Terunofuji moves in and he gets a very firm grip on Daesho's Sagari. Yeah, just went straight for it, didn't he? Well, it, it was, was like... a big fist of it. <laughs> Up in the air too. And we know that that's not connected very firmly, so it doesn't do anything here. Daesho is leaning forward and there was a brief moment of stillness as they leant against each other. But it was Daesho, he pushed forward, got under the arms of Terunofuji and in response... Terunofuji grabs Daesho's uh, right arm, but in fact here, he doesn't have the arm. He's hooked his hand onto Daesho's elbow brace. Terunofuji then goes on to pull that brace off, which takes the brace and the wrist guard off. They fly into the air. And at this point, Daesho sees an opening. He drives into Terunofuji, takes him over the bales. Mm. This was a weird bout. It really was. We watched it 
many times trying to work out exactly where that shift of power was. Well, actually, it was when the um, Daya Show's bandages just exploded. I think that's the conclusion we came to. And I, I wondered if it put off Terunofuji or if he expected more resistance from actually grabbing Daisho's arm and pulling him forward, but because the oh. um, strapping came off relatively easily, he, he then sort of fell backwards a little bit because he didn't he wasn't holding on to anything anymore. We often comment on the strategy of a, a tight mawashi versus the loose mawashi. Yeah. Is this another layer to this strategy? Well, gee, if it some... is, if it is, then Daisho is absolutely transcended. <laughs> Yeah, so strategy. It, it was interesting to see these two mistakes from Terra Fuji. First, grabbing the sagari, uh, which are the dangly bits in front of the belt, and then the elbow bandage. It's like he just wasn't accurate today. I mean, why would you? Could you grab the sagari and then push someone back a bit with it? Like Stab instead of them pull, you it. can pull it off easily. But could, was he trying to keep Daisho at a distance with the oh, stabbing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the the way I think Daisho won in the end was you know, maybe what I was saying yesterday about with Tamawashi and what I wished he'd do, that he held Terunofuji up with the Norawa and then he didn't come back at his body and his chest, whereas Daisho always goes for the the sort of Norawa and the throat area. Yeah. But then he came back, he got low and he came back with that final attack smack against Terunofuji's well, chest. Yeah, it was an incredible performance and very smart sumo from Daisho today. It does seem like he's got a bit of a handle on Terunofuji, he beat him last November when Terunofuji was Komosubi. He beat him in January when Daisho got the Yusho, mm. when Terunofuji was Sekiwake. And yeah, now this one. I love this rivalry. So we thought we weren't going to see anyone beat Terunofuji. Yeah. Daisho has done it today. From Maegashira 4 gets an interview because this is a Kinboshi, which we didn't think we'd be giving out. Yep. This Basho either. With that win, he's 6-3. and three. Yokozuna, Terunofuji, 8-1. and one. Yeah, this is... Daesho's third Kimboshi, pretty impressive. His first was Kakuryu in September 2019. His second was Hakuho. I remember that in uh, November 2019. So he hasn't had one for a while, even with that Yusho. And, well, there were no, no one to beat there. And now he's got his third Kimboshi. This will do amazing things for his confidence. Let's have a look at the leaderboard for Makuchi. Absolutely. So Miyogiryu must have been kicking himself that he didn't win today. Otherwise, he would have been equal with Terunofuji, but he's not. He's back in the pack of seven wins, and that is Onosho, Okunomi, Miyogiryu, Endo, and Chionokuni. So actually no one no one else in Sanyaku anymore with Mitakumi's loss today. Wow. Let's look at the bouts for day 10. At the end of the day tomorrow, Terunofuji takes on Ura. Oh, this what? The, yeah, this is the first time they're meeting... Ura coming in at Maegashira 6. I mean, are we going to see a repeat of the Tobi Zaru Hakaho thing where Ura's going to be so far back, Terunofuji's just going to have to stand up and wander in? What yeah. on earth is going to happen? Yeah. Pretty. I think Terunofuji will wait. Like oh, I think others. he will too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be interesting to see that play out. Uh, other bouts of mention, Endo and Onosho are fighting each other, both 7-2. Okunumi and Myogiryu are fighting each other, both 7-2. And Chinakuni, he gets to have a go at Hidenumi, who is 3-6. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> That's a benefit of being down at Maegashira 17. Well, like he's fighting up at Maegashira 9. I think he's uh, yeah, doing okay there. That's fine. So they're trying to weed out a few tomorrow on day 10. That'll narrow the pack down and we'll see you there for all the action. See you then. Bye. Bye.